Give Missouri Politics Midweek of a Spring Break Edition. No show this week. We're on Spring Break, uh, and it's also St. Patrick's Day week. We have our Proper 12. We'll do a shot to the Irish folks. Proper 12, uh, Connor, is this the Connor McGregor whiskey? We have we have resident Irishman, Connor Kerrigan here. This is the Connor McGregor whiskey? Sure is. Ah, Proper 12. We'll, we'll finish this off with a Proper 12 shot. I have my uh, beautiful, this is a parting gift, my sign today from an unnamed rep who left, who left office last May. <coughs> um, he gave me this on the way out as a sign, said no attribution, but it's a beautiful St. Pat. I've been saving it for this week. Beautiful St. Patrick's Day sign. That is outstanding. I'm going to try to say the word. Salancha? Salancha? Ah, uh, we got confirmation from an Irishman. Now I'll do my normal slagging on Irishman. It's interesting. You know the difference between Irish drinkers and German drinkers? St. Patrick, wonderful guy. I don't like snakes. Not a fan. Snakes out of Ireland, one day for him, and he deserves a day, right? All the Irish deserve a day to the Irishman. Germans drink for a month. It's called Oktoberfest. St. Patrick's Day, one day. First Oktoberfest, 22, 23 days. It just kind of show you how, how the livers were made on the continent of Europe and then out on that wet island. Uh, we love the Irish, great people, except for McKenna. Great folks, uh, good people. Uh, Germans need somebody to make us feel better about ourselves, right? Uh, let's talk about the thing everybody else is talking about, uh, the, uh, the Senate seat, the melee for it. Um, we'll talk about session bills next week. Let's talk about, let's just jump right in here. Uh, it's interesting. Let's just start at the top, right? So you got the front runner be Eric Dragons. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. But he is. He'll be the front runner uh, initially. If you pulled it right now, he'd be the top guy. Because there's a 30, I would say about 30% of that electorate, right? They're angry. They're mad. They want, somebody to, they want to blame somebody for their problems. They're not going to blame themselves. Most people don't. So Eric Grimes will give you somebody to blame. The, them, those, so whoever. And if you're weak enough and you need people to blame for your problems, you'll sign on and you'll be mad too. And you'll think that it's some they, them, whatever. Uh, Eric Grimes is the biggest victim I've ever met in my life. Uh, wines, 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 wines. You have all these people, this party, a personal responsibility. And by God, we're going to, we're, pull your boot chips. And then they vote for the dude that whines and whines and whines and whines. Victim, victim, victim. But... It is to, to, to offset its popularity is very wrong. No one likes to blame themselves for their own problems. They all want to blame someone else. Uh, and Eric Grimes is very, very good at communicating to you that while maybe your neighbor's wife's hotter than yours and your buddy at work bought a, bought a better truck than you, you don't have to feel bad because it's not your fault. It's other people's fault. It's they, it's them, it's those, it's whoever. Uh, it is uh, very, it's been very successful. It will continue to be very successful. I don't know that you can get rid of that political story, whether Republicans are where. Here's the funny part. If he's running for governor, the National Republicans would be like, oh, it's a state problem. Let the, let the dude that beats up women in his basement be the governor. So we don't care. That's their problem. Because the Senate seat, because the Senate seat, and if, if, it's, if it's Eric Schmidt, if it's Mike Kehoe, Billy Long, Jason Smith, Ann Wagner, that seat's a gimme putt, right? Gimme. No problem. If it's, uh, if it's Eric Greitens, I've always told you guys, when you hear the words virtue, righteousness, integrity, values, most people are full of crap. That's just, you're totally right to roll your eyes like we all do. However, there's a percentage of that electorate in that Republican primary and that vote in the general elections that when you say those words, they're not full of crap. David Humphreys comes to mind. He's not just saying that because he thinks that's what you want to hear. 
he actually means it. And they're not going to vote for an Eric Dragons. So some of them will choke it down because of abortion or something and still vote for him. You're going to find a lot of folks that won't. And so that's going to make the Republicans just spend money here where they don't want to have to. So it's funny to watch them. They'll come in and do a big blitzkrieg. What's up, other people? Eric Schmidt's in, running, uh, probably going to do very well. Uh, it's always in these situations. I always handicap the advantage of the guy that just says, I'm running. We'll see you out there. It's a big advantage. Um, now let's talk about the rest of the field. I'm going to take a pool of knowledge from my Stein of knowledge, my Irish, the Stein of Stein knowledge. Slancha? Slancha. I'm trying to remember that tomorrow when I'm drinking. In honor of the Irish. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Mike Keogh. Mike Keogh, tremendous guy, ran statewide. Uh, Mike Keogh walks in, you know, leaders in the room. Uh, my assumption is he's leaning toward looking at it. I would say if I had to just do style of knowledge, probably doesn't run. Simply because I think he wants to be governor and he uh, he might run. He, he, I think he will care about Eric Grattens representing Missouri in the U.S. Senate. And that'll, at the end of the day, he'll back off and not run. My opinion. Don't know that. Uh, John Bruner uh, could run. Might run just to beat Greitens. Uh, as this field expands, those dynamics change, in my opinion. Let's talk about the congressional delegation. The first person that uh, jumps in mind is Jason Smith. Jason Smith can put together money. Uh, very well thought of. Comes from the 8th, which is a very solid voting block. Um, goes to the 8th would vote for him if he ran. Um, probably the ins would be the guy Trump endorsed if he endorsed someone. Would be Jason. Billy Long went down to, I think, Mar-a-Lago, and I think... Trump was like, well, I don't want to pick between my friends. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I don't know that Billy Long, that Trump's going to endorse. I think Billy Long flirting with it hurts Jason. Because if Jason had Trump's support, my dad, if Donald Trump didn't vote for this person, my dad would probably vote for whoever it is. And if it's his congressman, but even if it wasn't, he'd be very, that, that endorsement's the biggest endorsement you can get. That and Whitey Herzog. <clears throat> so I would say Billy Long doesn't run. In the day, Jason Smith's got a lot to leverage. Jason Smith has the most to lose of anybody here. Eric Smith, Mike Heald, midterms. Uh, Billy Long loves being in Congress. Uh, just, yeah, I doubt he runs. You have, uh, you have um, Jason Smith. Billy Long is, uh, is going to do well in Congress. He can be there as long as he wants. Somebody said about term limit pledge. If you buy that, I've got some oceanfront property in West Butler County to sell you if you believe a term limit pledge. Salancha. Um, uh, Jason Smith could be budget chair if the Republicans take the majority. Very close. Usually when it's this close in a redistricting year, you see people move to Republican states. Um, you're gonna, I think they take the majority. I'd say their odds on favor to do so. Pelosi retiring. Democrats are going to miss Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she's a winner. She's an effective winner. Uh, you need those. You don't have them now. Um, running her off, you may think, oh, great. But... I don't know. I, I think the Republicans take the majority. Uh, and you miss that leadership. Uh, then, uh, so he'd be budget chair. That's a lot to give up. That's a big, big, big deal. You talk about all the clout we're losing with Ward Blunt. We'd be gaining a lot with Jason Smith being the House budget chair. So then you have Vicki Hart. So just, she said, I'm, I want to be considered. She's looking at a run. She's not just bluffing. There's some legitimacy. She's really thinking about this. <clears throat> That's a real thing. So if she, the way I see it, right, you have... Eric the pervert, right, running. He's probably 30%, regardless of what happens. You have Eric, the law enforcement officer, running. Eric probably would be the best politician of the ones around the state. Um, if a Mike Keogh gets in, I think that helps Eric Dragons. If an Ann Wagner gets into a three-way race, 
I think probably still helps Eric Grimes because it divides up the non-pervert vote. You have the pervert vote and the non-pervert vote. I think the non-pervert vote could be divided. Uh, the pervert votes, pro, I mean, if you're, if you're pro-pervert, you're probably pro-pervert, right? You're probably locked in. So I would say that the non-pervert vote in the Republican Party is going to be divided up a few different ways. The more, the more non-perverts they get in, that cuts that pie. Uh, in a three-way, I think Ian Webb's got a tough road to hoe. I think Eric Grimes would love to see... I think he knows he's got Eric Schmidt, right? Uh, interesting to be where Jeff Rowe is. I assume he'll be with Eric Schmidt, but I don't know that. Uh, Jeff Rowe is the type of guy that could deal with Eric Grimes. He could, he could throw the elbows and deal with him. Um, you position one over, and, and Wander gets in. I would say Eric Grimes would probably love for her to get in. Uh, you move one more and get a Vicky Hartzler in. Now, an Ann Wagner could win. Lots of name ID in that district. Keep in mind, uh, of the non-pervert vote, really, Eric Schmidt hasn't had a very competitive race since he ran for state senate. His first state senate race was competitive. He's really not had a very competitive race since. Um, Jason Bean's never had a competitive electoral race. Billy Long had a race, but it was a long time ago. And Wagner is the only one of this crew that has ran a real competitive race recently. Uh, and it was, now she won by a lot, but it's still competitive. She spent a lot of money in the, in the state's biggest media market. Uh, and Wagner's very possibly could be a contender there. Uh, if the, if a Jason Smith gets in and an Ann Wagner and an Eric Schmidt and Eric Greitens, I could see, yeah, I think that's advantage Ann Wagner. Uh, though, you know, you just look at where she's from, where her name ID is, you know, the more people that get in there too, she's not just been, I mean, Ann Wagner doesn't just do whatever people tell her to do. She's not just a Trump sycophant, which could hurt her in some quarters, but the more people you get in, I think mean, it's advantage her. I mean, I think she can she can stand back and wait and see how the world comes to her. And if there's three people in that primary, boy, I think she gets in it. I mean, I just don't. I, I would say the magic number might be three white guys, and then she gets in. And then you see how many actually file. I, I think you can probably figure Schmidt's in and get a file and get a run. Uh, and then you can figure Greitens in because he doesn't want to continue to host that shitty TV show. Right? I mean, that's just... How many days can you sit and tell Steve Bannon that, you know, no, that's those are black helicopters. You're not just seeing things. I mean, I, I would think that would get old. Uh, and he knows. You could just tell. Eric Grimes knows this sucks. And he knows he wants to do something else. And he thinks he'll be president of the United States. And while that may surprise some of you, if you've studied Eric Grimes, he totally believes this is all going to blow over. No problem. And he's going to be looking for a basement in the White House uh, in his mind in 15 years. Um... So in my view, let's just, uh, I don't i don't know Vicky Hartzler as well as the other ones, so I can't tell you, but I do believe, I've got a book here by her, Running God's Way, it's, I see it right there, Running God's Way, uh, if God tells her to run, I bet she runs, so it's my opinion. So let's look around the state and see all the dynamics of how this could work. This is the super fun part, right? Because they can wait, like Ann Wagner can wait, she doesn't have to be on a rush now. The first one in was the rush, right? Now, the reaction to that, you can kind of wait a little bit and see, <clears throat> okay, how many people does Eric Schmidt get behind him? Okay, how many people come out and say he's the guy? How many people wait, hold back? And, you know, Eric Schmidt's getting his time. I think he's doing pretty well with it, but, you know, Ann Ryder could wait a while. If they don't have, if the non-pervert Republicans haven't come together on a candidate by the fall, when they have to do redistricting, that's going to be amazing. Can you imagine every House rep, uh, hell, House staffers will be thinking they're going to be the congressman. 
it'll be it'll be a glorious political game to watch. Uh, I've talked redistricting for a while now. It it looked like it was going to be a bigger deal when Ann Wagner had a tough race. Then it looked like she was going to stay and try to do the finance committee or the or the foreign affairs committee, which she'd be great at. Uh, now that she's looked like she was running, it, they were all kind of posturing for the future. But now that she could run for senate, all those Jews are going to flow. So you're going to have the Onder St. Charles area fighting with the Viscovo Jeffco area to see who gets more of that second district. Who gets it? Who? How does Ann Wagner dump out Clayton Ledoux? Maybe like an I don't know how much Webster Grove she has or Afton. Uh, dump out that into into the Cory Bush district and take. Some of those Ruby Red, St. Charles County, or Jeffco. Most people want the Jeffco. St. Charles County is really kind of out there anymore. I think, I mean, I think most folks are going to want, if you could pick, you'd probably want the Jeffco folks. Um, not that they're not very Republican, just a different flavor, but we'll see. So, what happened? Let's just start from the uh, Billy Long. I don't think Billy Long's right, but if he did, you would have immediately Elijah Hart. You would have, uh, you know, the dark horse, Jay Wasson. Uh, you'd have Burleson and Huff. Would mean both of them. Now they're up for re-election. So that's an interesting dynamic there. Um, I don't know that Goodman does it again because he's kind of moving toward us. I think he could be a Supreme Court judge in his career uh, relatively soon, actually. Um, look around that, that Springfield business community. Is there a really long time to come out of there? Then you go over to Jobland. Um, Cody Smith, House Budget Chair. I mean, got to take a look at that, right? For the House Budget Chair, I mean, Scott Fitzpatrick, the state treasurer, could do very well in that. Uh, Mike Moon, midterm. You talk about a guy that could, you talk about a guy that's set for a congressional race. Mike Moon could run a congressional race. Midterm, nothing to lose. Be the Mike, here's the thing people forget. Mike Moon's a gentleman. He is very nice. People like Mike Moon. You may see him cutting up a chicken, and that's weird. I'm not going to lie. You may see some of his bills and think those are extreme. And they probably are to you, but he's a very nice man, and people like him. In a congressional, a six-way congressional race, tell me Mike Moon couldn't do well. All dark horse she wants. They get Cliff Smart to become a Republican. There you go. Not gonna happen, but it'd be Cliff Smart is the greatest academic I've ever met because he's not an academic. Probably be a great congressman too. Probably be great at running the Kmart. Cliff Smart would be, you know, he'd be, he'd be great at hosting a weekly talk show about Missouri politics. I'm glad he doesn't because he would bump me out. Vicki Hartzler. That, this is the district that always changes. The Blaine Luke to Meyer Big Arts district. So you've got Jeff City, Columbia that are that are population centers. Then you've got Cass County in south, uh, south of Kansas City. You've got the lake and you've got St. Charles. As population has left the mid-Missouri areas, St. Charles has grown. <coughs> A lot of folks at the lake, that's not their official residence. Cass County is growing a great deal. Uh, it's hard to, that, that Ike Skelton district always said Fort Leonard would. Then it would go one way or the other. It would go to Columbia, Jeff City sometimes, and Fort Leonard would. It would go Kansas City suburbs. It, it, that's when they had nine districts, 10 at sometimes. Uh, we're from 10 to nine now today. Uh, Vicki Hartzler would have Mike Kehoe, Caleb Browden, Caleb Jones. There's gonna be a bunch more if it's still Cass County. Um, you know, do you, uh, do would you, Denny Hoskins, I think, has a look at that. Uh, no question. Um, I mean, there is a Rick Bratton, you know, early, he's middle of his term, same type deal. Rick Bratton's a gentleman. He's got a great resume. He would, he would look very good in commercials. 
um, depending on how they draw that, right? So the Blaine Luthemeyer spot wouldn't be able to be drawn in, but Vicky Archer has Columbia, which I believe is where Caleb Jones would get his mail now. Uh, it is where uh, Vicky would, uh, it was where uh, Caleb Brown obviously does. Goes over and picks up Rick Bratton and Denny Hoskins. Um, those are all, there's, and Kehoe and Jeff City would not be, uh, would not work. But if they redistrict it and they drop down and pick up Jeff City and cut out part of the same, part of, um, part of, uh, if, the, if that district picked that up, maybe cut out some of the Cass County parts. And, uh, and when they're trying to go after Cleaver, uh, I could see that. Uh, Kehoe would be a very big candidate. Uh, probably the biggest one there. If he didn't do it, you would be looking at Caleb Jones, Caleb Browden is probably the top people looking at that. Denny Hoskins right there. Uh, you get a crowded, pri- I mean, you, if you're a guy like Denny Hoskins, you get a crowded primary. Then that Johnson County vote, which is a good Republican primary vote anymore, sticks out. Um, in Columbia, you probably always have some guy you're not thinking of. Uh, I don't go to Columbia all that much, but uh, there are probably some business guy that wants to be in Congress, sports the college. Uh, but that will be redistricting. That'll be that'll be very much. If Vicky Archer runs for Congress, redistricting is going to matter a whole lot more because everybody's going to want to not have the blame part that has an incumbent. They're going to want to pick up and put the Vicky part and include them so they can run for Congress. Uh, and if they do that in October, before filing starts in February, I mean, it's going to be there will be blood fights because everybody there will think they're going to be a congressman. The ones that don't even fight will think they'll be a congressman. Uh, then you switch over to Jason Smith. I, I Jason could absolutely run. Now we're getting into. I don't know the big yards of runs. Don't know that well. Don't think Billy Long runs. Jason Smith could totally run. Uh, he could run on the once. The, once I'm in the primary, then and Billy's not, then he'll go with Trump. Will go with me, which is totally possible. Never forget, there was a debate in St. Louis on the Sunday night. The Friday night before, there was a video drop that had the grab him by the pussy quote. The spin room, that every, all the spin room people, it goes totally all the Trump people leave except one. Jason Smith and Jeff Sessions. The two of them stay in the spin room. Spun for Trump. Never forgot it. They love him in the Trump circles. Um, you'll see Eric Grimes said love him in the Trump circles. I think they suffer him like most people do. Jason Smith is actually somebody that's not caused them problems. He's been there for them. So that you start with Todd Richardson. If Todd Richardson wanted to be a congressman, uh, hard to... Think of somebody that, that would be better than him. You've got Doug Libla who has the money to put in, and if he wants to run, they have Jason Bean would have the money personally, and then Holly Rader would have the probably the money but the ability. She's just a very talented politician. Um, looking west, which is where that district's growing. I mean, that district is a westward-looking district. Um, I don't know of anybody that that is there. I mean, obviously Carl Esslinger would be midterm. But that district is growing west and Webster County, you know, Wright County. You're talking about a lot of Republicans. Like Hannah Kelly, maybe. Uh, there are tons of Republican votes in that western side. They're all Republican counties. Look up at Rolla, Justin Brown. I, I think if you look at who could, Justin Brown is the guy who's a fantastic politician. He's a better politician than even a senator. If you don't like Justin Brown, probably your problem. He's just one of the most likable people you'll ever run into. And his father's represented a lot of that. Very well-known uh, veterinarian. Uh, a lot of the ag groups. I mean, if you take Rolla, and he would, if there was no candidate from West Plains and no candidate from Rolla, I think Justin Brown is going to have to look at that very closely. Uh, if you start doing the math on those counties, and in rural Missouri, it's not about these issues. It's about where you're from, where's your kinfolk from, where's your daddy from. That, that matters. I can't believe Cape wouldn't have a candidate. Crowell always said he was done with politics. Wouldn't do anything else. On the day he was out of the Senate, he 
got in the race for Joanne's seat in the committee. I don't know who Cape would have. Knutson would be somebody that comes to mind. Then South Jeffco. You have some Festus Jeffco area. I'd love to see Kevin England be a congressman. Kevin England, I'd love to see Kevin England be president of the United States. One of the greatest guys in the world. Don't know if he'd run. He'd be, he would have that Jeffco, St. Brant, Leadbelt, which are now all Republican. Keep in mind, these places used to not matter. It used to be Cape, Poplar Bluff, West Plains, a little bit of Raleigh. Now they're all Republican. So the whole, anywhere there's population, that used to not, like the Leadbelt in a primary was Democrat. All the elected officials were Democrats, sheriffs, commissioners. Now, everywhere in these areas are all Republicans. So anywhere there's people, there's Republicans. It would be a heck of a fight. There hasn't been an election, a real election for that seat, without an incumbent or when Joanne was just picked as, as Bill Emerson's widow. Gosh, since Burl Bill Burleson, uh, no, no kin to Eric. Emerson won an 80 in a chain on the incumbent. There hasn't been a true open seat race. You can't really call Bill Emerson's widow after he died an open seat in four decades so it'd be a and it'd be it'd be an amazing run you've got some young guns you've got a russ oliver out of stoddard county they probably take a look at that chris limbaugh's a judge here now but i mean that name um then ann wagner i think it, of all the people we talked about that's not in the race right now ann wagner is most likely to run um you go bill eigel first would be somebody i would be the top of my list i have to assume you know tim jones would be a very good federal candidate uh, you would have to take a look at that. Uh, the speaker, Rob Descovo. But I think maybe more <clears throat> interesting, David Gregory, very talented politician, kind of running for auditor now. Dean Plocker, I'm sure Cody Smith would love to uh, pay his filing fee to run for Congress. Dean Plocker would be very good. A lot of the St. Louis County folks uh, think very highly of him. Uh, I think probably your best just raw skills candidate is Dean Plocker. Uh, I think Igel would have to move a little maybe. Uh, he's not in the main part of that district. As the district's drawn today, Dean Plocker's probably the top person that, that folks are going to come to and say, consider this. Uh, Koenig, solid ground game. I mean, Koenig benefits from the more people that get in, he can run. Uh, probably if there's a two-person primary, it's probably not Koenig. Koenig's uh, wheelhouse. Four or five candidates. Like the time that uh, Jim Talent um, ran for governor and you had all the people in. That's the kind of way a Kenny could do very well because uh, he hits those doors, man. He just does. Uh, and the, the shutdown stuff has been good for him. So, you know, interesting to see him and I go running against each other. Uh, but uh, that's kind of the way I look at it as it's that's now. Uh, the Democrats would field a candidate. I wonder if Sam Page would take a look at it. Uh, the Democrats could, in that district, field a candidate. And I assume when they the Republicans draw, they're going to draw that more Republican. So they, a, a Democrat, you're not going to get your top-end guy. You're going to get a couple pegs down. But I, I, I think there'll be there'll be some serious there'll be a serious look at all kinds of folks all the way up and down that whole corridor. Uh, of and depending on where it goes, the further into Jeffco it goes, the more maybe the speaker who appointed the committee that's gonna draw the second. Further into Jeffco I think he'd like it. I still think there's gonna be a lot of folks get behind D Block, uh, if that's the case. He just is a very talented, talented politician. Uh, we'll be able to raise money. Um, uh, a lot of IOUs from things he's done. It's made him very well well thought of in St. Louis. So my prediction, I, I think, you know, of all the people that aren't in against the Eric's and then Jason, then possibly Vicky, uh, possibly Kehoe, and then Billy Long. But uh, I, it's going to be interesting to watch, and especially if they're all still talking about running by the time they start drawing lines, then we're all going to say, Slancha. But because it's St. Patrick's Day, 
tomorrow. No show this week. We'll be back next week. This week in Missouri Politics. I'm going to have a cool interview this weekend that we're going to post, probably maybe Sunday or Monday, with Jay Ashcroft about why he didn't run. I'm, it's the one time I actually believed the guy when he said when he's not running for something. But until then, to all of our Irish friends, to Connor, to everyone else, to McKenna himself, Slauncha, 